Up, up on on gay presents conversations with a legend. Around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. Around here, around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. What's up, everybody? It's Lavar Arrington here with another exciting episode of Up on Game presents conversations with a legend. I got one amazing dude, uh, a calf wrestling, tie him up, get him right, uh, fella coming on this this time around. My man Jared Allen, uh, one of the the dopest football players, sack artists that that played the game. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Uh, first and foremost. How you been, man? How's 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 the retired life going? Oh, thanks for having me. Life life's good. As you're probably wondering, you know, what's the background noise and where am I going? Uh, that's what I do in retired life. I'm a, I'm a glorified Uber driver. Back and forth right. between kids school, you know, picking kids up, running kids for tests and lunch and programs and all that fun stuff. So, uh, retired life has been good, man. I tell you what, it was so. Uh, that was what I wanted to do, right? To be able to spend as much time with the family, and uh, my career has, uh, has allowed me to uh, to do that. So it's been it's been fun. I tell you what, just try to have as much fun as possible and uh, navigate this crazy world. Now you've always been that type of dude. Let me let me put this out there. Um, obviously, for those who may need reminding, Jared Allen uh, from from Dallas, from Dallas, Texas. Uh, went out to, to Idaho and it ended up in playing in Idaho. Uh, you get drafted by, uh, I want to say it's the Vikings you went to, right? Kansas Chiefs. City. Started with the Chiefs. Yep. Kansas City, excuse me. Kansas City, you finished with the Vikings. Uh, or no, you didn't finish with the Vikings. Who did you finish with? No, I finished with Carolina. Played with Carolina. Bowl. Finished with Carolina. Yeah. So you ended up in Kansas City which I'm tripping. I know it's Kansas City. Played play with the Vikings and and ended up finishing elsewhere. I I, I mean, it, it was an extraordinary career in, in Kansas City. It was just as extraordinary, which doesn't usually happen. It was just as extraordinary when you went to, to Minnesota and, and, and did what you did there. What, like, when you look at what you were able to accomplish in the era that you you accomplished it in, no no knocks against your quarterbacks back then, um, which would have been what who what would have been so for the for the Chiefs I had Trent Green Trent Green and he got knocked out so we had Damon Heward and then Brody Croyle, uh, and then I went to Kansas City we had Travis Jackson Gus Farad. Then Brett came, and then right, we had McNabb, right Minnesota, and then we had McNabb and Christian Ponder. That was that's just two teams. <laughs> I mean, imagine the things you were doing, Jared, and 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 that's you just named a lot of quarterbacks because well, none of them are Patrick Mahomes outside of obviously maybe you know at the point in time that you played with Donovan that that's different. At the point in time you played with Brett, it was still pretty good, but that wasn't the Brett of Green Bay. If you have a if you have a Patrick Mahomes, I mean, what what do you think your career would have been like sacks wise getting those type of leads? <laughs> well, I tell you what, I mean, it, it's kind of 
I think it, it, it kind of shifts and goes, right? Like, you know, I obviously – I also didn't have to play against, you know, Mahomes or Michael Vick every single week, like guys that are just that athletic, right? So, uh-huh. you know, I will just say, you know, I, I came into the league when there were still seven-step drops. Uh, but I also argued that the offensive linemen I used to have to play against were 100 times better than the guys playing today. Uh, and that's no, no, no offense to the guys playing today. Just that, just that era back to, back to Willie Rowe, Willie Anderson – uh, Walter Jones, Jonathan yeah. Ogden, Will Shields. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Orlando Pace. I mean, that was the game was just a different area. You Those, are more athletic guys Those are the greatest. Those are the greatest ever. Yeah, you got more athletic linemen now because the quarterbacks are so much more athletic, to be honest. But yeah, I mean, can you imagine playing with a 14 to 21 point lead in every single game you play in? No, my, I run d- defense, I my run defense probably would have been crap because I didn't just rush the passer every time. <laughs> well, that's all you would have had to do, right? Because they would have been having to throw the ball to try to catch up. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. And you ended up, I mean, what, you were like 60, 60 sacks away, I want to say 60 plus, like 63, 64 sacks away from getting to 200? Yeah, I ended up with 136. And, uh, that's that's you know that was, it was a great great number my my goal so I was when I got into league Gunther Cunningham God rest his soul he uh, basically told me that the only way you're worth your salt is if you can match up to Derek Thomas right because he loved Derek Thomas which uh, is a tough tough thing to do especially in Kansas right. City so that's where I set my sights and my goal I tried to do anything DT did just bigger better and faster and you know DT was averaging close to twelve sacks a year for his career. So that's kind of what I, I measured my mark at. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, okay. you know, my goal was to retire, you know, with at least a 12 in sack. Yeah, I think I'm at 11.8 a year average or something like that. Um, but that was, that was always our goal, right. Is, is just, just is chasing those guys. So yeah, I ended up with my wanted, I wanted 150. I thought 150 was a good, All right. I blew my five out my last two years. I blew my L5 out in Chicago, blew it out again in Carolina. Um, so I settled for 136. What can you do? But uh, yeah, I was uh, I got to, I got to pass DT though. So that was that was that was kind of one of those deals when I got to do that and you know shed a little tear. That, that dude was amazing. He was amazing, and so were you. And, and and one of the most memorable moments is when you retired. <laughs> you jumped on the horse. You turned the horse around and you rode out. <laughs> Everybody ain't get to do it that way. You you crushed it with your retirement. Uh, did, did, uh, what went into that? Like, because I want to ask you about branding. You branded yourself so well. What went into your retirement announcement? So you know what? Uh, honestly, it was a whim. I got to give my wife all the credit for it. So I had you know I I was going to retire, and you know, I knew I was retiring. And we were coming back from Carolina to Chicago to load the back of the house and head back to our house in Arizona. And uh, just, I mean, loading the trailer up. And, of course, I wouldn't I wouldn't hire a mover, so I was doing it myself. Loading up my trailer. Dogs are barking. My wife was like, I need, she's going to go get a pedicure before we hit the road. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to come with you. Like, you know what? You know, I was like, I can't get a pedicure, babe. She's like, just let them massage your feet, right? So I'm loading up my all right, man, I'm like, I, this guy will die saying he never had a pedicure. I will, go right. down, I will go down with that ship. So I go, and uh, we're sitting there, and my publicist, she texts me, hey, you know, we should put something out because it's obviously going to be released tomorrow. You know, once you officially retire, someone will pick it up. You should be the one to put it out. 
So I was sitting there talking with a buddy, and we're heading to my buddy's farm in Iowa, and he's sending me pictures because it was storming in, uh, in Illinois. He's sending me pictures. He's like, hey, man, look what you got to look forward to. It's beautiful. It's sunny here. It's nice. And we're like, oh, that's perfect. And we kind of were laughing. I was like, you should do like a Charlie Chaplin video. Don't say anything. We'll get there, right, grab the horse, and just ride off into the sunset and post that to your Twitter. Uh, uh, that just uh, yeah, right? Right. I was like, that's actually, that's that's pretty dope. Uh-huh. So we drive like the Dickens to get there, and this storm follows us the entire way, right? Just nonstop. And I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. So we get there. It's like literally winds howling. It's like 15 below. <laughs> it's just it's cold. It's miserable. So hence I had to talk in it. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what, how it went down. It, just, it was one of those things. We just had to be heading that way. And my wife came up with a great idea to ride off into the sunset. And I was like, oh, that's beautiful. And we happened to be going to my buddy's farm. And uh, so we just snagged a horse and, and prompted did it. And it became something, like I said, my, I, I, I don't really know how social media works. My wife handles 99.99% of all my social media. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so I'm getting all these texts like, dude, you're you're trending or you're viral. And you know, I'm like, where you ever? <laughs> like, Where are you I didn't ever? Know what that means. And so, yeah, the next thing you know, everybody's telling me how great a video is. So I got to give my wife all the credit for it. But typical fashion, we just kind of, you know, winged it and it, it worked out. Shots out to the wife because that might be the most gangsterest way of going out that I ever see take place, man. So <laughs> shots out to the missus. Let, let me let me transition into to that branding. It, branding is now being a conversation has become a conversation that people are are totally paying attention to now. You were branding yourself back then. You were branding when you made sacks. You you took the calf down. You 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 roped him up. They even banned it. You you got you got so you you were so <laughs> so known for it. But but they even you know it's like God you you got too much going on. Whatever it is that they they felt they need to do to ban it. I don't know why, but. You were branding yourself. Were you aware that you were branding yourself or what was the, what's your mindset on it? Yes. Yes. And no. Right. Obviously I was aware. uh, And, you know, Tony Gonzalez, right. So Tony would never get in front of the camera unless he was dressed, hair down, would always never do an interview like impromptu really. Right. And he would always, you know, he'd give me cracks. I'd do him half naked, you know, whatever. And he was just like, this is how he always wanted to present himself. But that was Tony. Like that, that was that, that's Tony, right? Tony being Tony. So for me, it was, it was authentic, but it was also intentional, right? So it was like, okay, yeah. So you knew, I knew what I was doing. I was doing, and then, you know, as, as you develop and your name gets bigger, uh, then you're able to capitalize it monetarily, right? And, uh, and so I think, I think just there's more of a focus on it early and people think, I think kind of back in the day, it, it, it kind of created this authenticity and, and, and the superstars or the, or the, those certain players were able to brand themselves um, because of their, because of what they were doing on the field. And, and, they, and if they had a good personality, I think with social media these days, these kids are coming out of college thinking about branding and thinking about, you know, what they're putting out there, TikToks and all that nonsense. Um, so I think, I think it holds different, but I, obviously it's also a way to monetize your, 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 your run, right? Everybody's got a short run yeah. and you're able to monetize it. So I was just trying to have fun, but that's who I am. That is my brand, right? I'm going to have fun. Uh, I wanted, you know, the fans to know that I, you know, I, I love football. I was intense about what I did. I was intentional with my work. Um, and so, yeah, man, that was, it was just authentic. And, and, the, and, the, and the crowd picked up on it. The fans picked up on it. 
So we took advantage of it and we had fun with it. Um, so yeah, it was, like I said, it was never, never were we sitting around like, all right, what do we need to do to get the brand going? Yeah. It's just one of those things where I was able to be myself and in the markets I played, the fans really gravitated to that. And so we were able to capitalize that. And then the, the, the cow, the cow rep, calf rep thing, I grew up on a horse farm. Right. Uh-huh. And so Neil Smith was like, Hey, you need to find something that's authentic to you and do it. Cause you know, he was hitting, hitting home runs and all that. Yeah, stuff. He hit the home run. So we started, yeah. so we started doing that and it took off. And then, yeah, the league, I got a call on a Friday. I got called to the office on a Friday before we played Detroit. And Fred was like, Hey, I just got a call from the league that said, you can't put your knee on the ground when you sack the quarterback anymore. I'm like, what? So I mean, I, I have no clue why. Maybe it was because we were we were monetizing of it out. You know, we were making our own separate brand outside of football. I don't know. They tried so I, I just put my knee like this far off the ground. Right. You know, as, as big kiss my ass to the you know to, <laughs> to them. And um, and we rolled with it. So um, so that's uh you know, that's kind of what we did, man. And but yeah, like I said, you know, we we knew the brand was building. But it wasn't like we set out to build a brand. It wasn't like we were trying to create something. It, it was just authentic, and it's still authentic. And I think that's still why, you know, even though I'm not that active on so when I, you know, we do put stuff out, we get a good response just because, you know, down deep inside, I like to have fun. I like to help people, um, and I don't take myself too serious. Sure, sure. Is there anything that you're up to these days? Do Do you still brand build, or is it just taking it light and stuff like that? How's that work? You know what? It's it's both, right? I think, you know, I think my brand is playing. Sorry, I'm over here moving. I didn't even grab my gun. No worries, uh, no worries. You're being authentic right now. This is authentic. Yeah. I love it. It's 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 both, right? It's so you know, I use it as a way to, to to keep connected with people, right? As far as what we're doing with my foundation. So we're obviously trying to you know continue to build our brand or, or what's the name of the foundation? Uh, Jared Allen's Homes for Wounded Warriors. So we build handicap accessible homes for wounded vets all over the country. Awesome. And. Uh, and so we've been doing that since so nice. So, you know, you're trying to do stuff like that to maintain your brand, sustain your brand. Um, and then things through business, right? You know, we got we have a restaurant we've had forever. Same thing there. Just trying to you, you maintain that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm actually, you know, in talks about partnering up with a PR marketing firm. So you do things like that. Just just extra expertise and, you know, your Rolodex and you can if you can help people from a media training standpoint. I think that's the problem. They try to put on a front, right? They try to create a persona in the media or however it is like you see guys talking you hear the same lame thing like we're gonna go give 110 percent we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and you're like you know just just be yourself right and and and, and interact with the media so but so as far as like personal brand building you know not really it's, it's still just it's maintaining the things we created years ago um yeah. and then you know for me just yeah just trying to uh you know live the dream viva los sueños <laughs> this is my last one and i'm gonna let you go grab your daughter What's Jared Allen's legacy? What do you want your legacy to be known for? What the day you close your eyes and guys are coming up and they're standing up and they're talking about J.A., what do they say? What do you what would you love to hear them say? Uh, Hopefully the first thing is that I was I was a great human being, a great man, a great father, husband. Uh, I think people I hope I hope people would know that I'm a man of faith off the bat. Um, and then I cared more for others than I did myself. Um, you know, that, that's, that's hopeless, hopeless, hopefully the legacy I work. And then that they recognize that, you know, nothing was ever handed to me. You know, it was, uh, you know, I try to teach my kids that no matter where you're at in life, success isn't about the end goal, right? Success is the mindset that you have to get to where you want to get to. It's not mm-hmm. always mine either. Right. Um, and so that's probably what I teach my kids, right. To be good to, uh, to much is given, much is expected. And, you know, that I, I was blessed beyond measure. 
and I tried to do the most that I could with it and, and give back as much as I could. So hopefully with my eyes closed and I meet my maker and he says, welcome home, good and faithful servant down here. People celebrate. Um, obviously, hopefully, hopefully they're sad. <laughs> hopefully they're not celebrating. I'm gone. Hopefully they're, you know, but, um, but yeah, I think, I think that's what it is, right? It's about, I, hopefully I gave more than I took. That's, that's honestly the short answer. That's awesome, bro. I appreciate you taking the time out and, and giving giving me some some jewels. I, I do this so that I can put this out there and and remind people of who we are as legends and and of the game and what the history of the game represents. You're part of the, the historical fabric and and obviously accomplishment of what our game represents. Uh, love having you on, man, and I appreciate it. At some point, we're going. I'm gonna finish this up. I'm gonna circle back around. And and my my whole idea is to be able to market and brand us and help, sure. help each other out and and leveraging, you know, monetizing us being able to help. You know, I, I agree. I agree. I think that's what the uh, the retirement, the legends community um, could do, you know, better. And, and everybody's so busy, you know, and everybody came at different eras. But there's so many opportunities out there on, on every level sure that no one's left behind and. And to really dive into that, and, and to be honest, you know, all of us probably knew a better do a better job of organizing across the globe. That's as right. Far as our community, because it's very localized, and then you get caught up, and you don't really want to deal with your localized community. And then everybody's at different needs. So, man, what you're doing is, is a great thing. And uh, any way I can support it, you just let me know, uh, because I do know I, that's another thing. You know, I think you know we don't really pay attention to when we were playing. Is we're all going to be retired one day. That's and everybody right. coming after us is going to make more than we made. And some guys made nothing and That's they're right. still holding on, but they, but they laid the framework for us to allow to, uh, from, you know, I know guys that, you know, when they struck in the eighties, a lot of guys like us to be able to sit back, enjoy our retirements and our families. So, uh, you know, constantly doing whatever we can do to pay it forward to them as well. Indeed. Indeed. Jared Allen, everyone. Jared, Jared, Jared Allen. Hey, and congrats again, dude. College from the Hall of Fame. I Thanks. Go entire ballot that was an insane ballot and you went in with my buddy boomer uh fellow one double a guys so hey congrats man you thank guys, you, you so uh, I'm, I'm sure i'll be giving you a congrats soon too on 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 that big boy so we'll see. Good, good luck uh you gonna get it good luck to you i look forward to being able to to, to showing this and put your story out there as as great things continue to happen for you and to you um jared allen everyone Conversations with a legend up on Game Presents. It's been another exciting edition. I'm going to let him go get his daughter now so that they can get home and do what they need to do. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, have a good one. Take care. You too. God bless, bro.